Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I am your host. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about why you should stop looking for yourself in others. And what I mean by that is stop looking to others to be a reflection of who you want to see about yourself. And I think those, this won't resonate with everybody, but I think those who get it, get it. I think many of us will seek out partners or friends who reflect us who are exactly like us. And if they are not, if they're showing up differently or uniquely, we might take it personally. We might get annoyed. We might get afraid to be around them because we feel like maybe they won't get us. Or it might also kind of invalidate your experience of yourself because, and I think this specifically applies to those of us who have been uh, raised to be people pleasers. I think those of us who are people pleasers, and again, this is just my own experience, the things I've learned through therapy and working on this for myself, But those of us who are people pleasers have been taught to understand ourselves in relation to other people. We've been taught to value ourselves in relation to somebody else's experience, right? So because of that, we might now constantly seek out other people to be a reflection of who we want to see within ourselves. We might seek out partners, we might seek out friends who reflect an idea or an image of who we want to be or reflect who we are so that we feel valid in our existence rather than, of course, validating our existence within ourselves, which also means not people pleasing, you know, not uh, overstepping our boundaries, asserting our boundaries, being clear about them, understanding what we want, what we don't want, what we like, what we don't like. Those things are really important in validating your experience to yourself. But if you don't do that a lot, if you don't have practice in it or you, you know, you find yourself constantly people pleasing, it might be really hard to seek out people who are uniquely themselves and being okay with that. Now, of course, there are many people in life that are like you, that can reflect your experience to you, that can validate you in your experience. And that's great. We love that. That's the point of connection, right? But there are many people who are different, who are uniquely themselves, who might be like you in some ways and not like you in other ways, or they might be very, very different to who you are. But, you know, maybe at the core of it, your values and morals are aligned so you can get along and connect. All of that is okay. Everybody's different and it's okay to connect with those kinds of people. But if you struggle with feeling valid within yourself and your own self-identity, you might feel threatened or scared or uncomfortable around somebody who's not exactly like you because you might ask, well, who am I in relation to this person? Or what can I see within myself that this person is not showing me? I think because we tend to see ourselves as reflection of people, people pleasers, we feel like we are reflections of other people. When we see somebody whose reflection in us we don't like because they might be different, we will hold ourselves back from connecting with them, even if we can to an extent. And I think this does tie into boundaries. Understanding where you end and that person begins. Understanding where that line is between the two of you rather than being enmeshed in somebody else, which I think, again, a lot of people pleasers do with the people in their lives. They don't see that clear distinction between me and them. And so you might then seek out to find yourself in every single person you see because you haven't been taking the time to find yourself within you, right? Understanding what you want, what you don't want, knowing your boundaries, your limits, your desires, whatever. You might use other people to do that for you, right? Understanding yourself or self-awareness via proxy and that's not healthy i've learned again from my own experience because it makes you attached to people in unhealthy ways and when you don't find yourself in somebody else you feel lost especially if the people around you are not exactly like you which most people aren't because again we're all different 
or you end up only being around people who are just like you and you get, you know, you get an experience where you're basically, you're in a vacuum of experience, basically. You're getting the same reality, the same ideas, the same whatever reflected right back to you. And you're not um, able to grow and see things from a different perspective as you would if you were around somebody who might be a little bit different than you. And, you know, as somebody who's an introvert and I am not necessarily the life of the party when it comes to being out with people, I'm much more of a one-to-one kind of person. I always thought that, you know, my ideal partner would be somebody who is just like that, right? Exactly like me so that I could feel valid in my experience so that I don't feel embarrassed or shameful of myself to be around that kind of person because they would be invalidating who I am in a sense, right? That's just like my inner narrative. That's not necessarily true, of course. But I thought that for a long time because, you know, if they're the life of the party, if they are somebody who is, you know, very boisterous, very extroverted, it's going to make me feel shameful about my own introversion because I was conditioned to believe that that's not good. I was conditioned by my my family, my environment, whatever, to be told that I needed to be a different way. I needed to be more extroverted. I needed to be more loud or whatever. Even in school, teachers would tell me, like, she's really shy because I would never talk, you know, openly and assertively or whatever. So because of that, I assumed that I wanted somebody who's exactly like me to reflect that in me, to make me feel less shameful by their own presence of who they are being just like me. However, you know, I had a partner who was very boisterous and extroverted and the life of the party. And that was exactly what I needed. That was exactly the person who brought me out of a bit of my shell, a bit of my shame, a bit of my difficulty being more social and made me feel more valid in my experience. Now, of course, there are those self-limiting beliefs that don't just disappear because of somebody else that enters your life. Obviously, you carry those, I think, until you do the work on them. But in many ways, I needed the opposite of me in those specific ways, of course. Morals, values, and all that stuff, I think, needs to be aligned. But I needed the opposite of me in those ways. And I would never have realized that had I not let that person into my life to show me that. So I say this for anybody else who feels like they can only connect with people that are exactly like them and that they always seek themselves in another person. They, they're looking for themselves in the people they bring into their lives because they don't want to feel that shame or embarrassment or guilt for being truly them, for being um, open and authentically themselves, you know, and are okay with that. You can do that. You can be that for yourself. You don't need to find it in another person. You don't need that reflected in another person. Because many times, again, you might need the exact opposite of that to truly feel, you know, in your in your identity and in your power. So don't hold yourself back. Don't hold yourself back from connecting with people who are different. Again, values, morals, those are important to hold close to you because they are the foundation of, I think, people's characters, right? But many other characteristics, if you're only ever seeking yourself and other people, you will only continue to see a repeat of the same thing. And that's not really what facilitates growth and development. Again, there's nothing wrong with, you know, seeking yourself out in others and having people just like you in life. That's great. We love that. But to only ever do that because you feel like you need to be validated through the, uh, through seeing somebody who's exactly like you and then you can feel okay because they're reflecting that, you know, it's safe to be yourself around them because they are just like you. That's almost in a sense bypassing the work that's needed in terms of self-worth. You have to first figure that out within yourself and not seek it out externally, you know? And that's not easy. Obviously, it's easier said than done. Um, It's not a seamless process. It takes time. But you might be doing this, as I was for a long time, where I I thought of people and relationships in that way. 
And I realize now in retrospect, oh yeah, that was me just trying to validate myself or feel valid in myself through proxy, through seeing somebody who's exactly like me uh, reflecting myself so that I don't feel shameful showing up authentically, even if it's to somebody who's different than me. So maybe you're doing that. Maybe you're realizing within yourself. Uh, I hope I explained it a bit. I hope I gave some perspective on this and uh, allowed you to realize that if you are doing this and you're realizing, oh yeah, I am constantly looking for other people who are exactly like me and I'm pushing people away who might be a little different, but maybe can teach you something, you know? So yeah, I hope this was uh, helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope it gave you a different perspective on what it means to validate yourself because I think that is the trickiest thing. I think we don't realize that our self-validation is happening via proxy. It's happening through external sources in this way. We maybe are more aware of it when it comes to buying things or seeking out partners all the time to have that external like romantic validation or sexual validation of being desired. You know, those things are a little bit more obvious, but I think these ones are a little bit more insidious and we don't realize them. And I've noticed it within myself. And when I finally noticed that, I was like, oh yes, okay. That is something that's been holding me back from allowing myself to validate me and to um, have that self-worth within myself first so that I don't feel like it's threatening or scary to be around someone who's different than me. Because I know my boundaries, I know my limits, I know my character, I know who I am. I'm very um, in myself. I understand what I want and who I want to be and how I want to show up. So it doesn't threaten me to have someone who's different because I'm not going to bend myself and mold myself for them. Again, tied to people pleasing. Because I am truly authentically myself in this dynamic. So they can show up as they show up, I can show up as I show up, and we can meet in the middle in the ways that it does work. So again, this one can be a little bit uh, sneaky, might not be totally obvious, but if this does resonate with you, it might be that you need to maybe allow different people into your life and see how that makes you feel about yourself. And if you notice those kind of threatening feelings, it could be a sign that there's some uh, some self-worth work that needs to be done there or some self-validation that needs to be done. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. Um, if you want to talk about this in more detail with me, you can book a one-to-one -one call. Of course, I'm not a therapist. I say this all the time because I want to make it very clear that the conversations we have are not therapy. It's us having an open discussion about these topics and exploring them a little bit more because I just really like doing that. Um, I also write about these things on Substack, so you can follow me over there and uh, follow my social media profiles for more content. Other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon with another episode.